0: everyone and welcome to the last podcast of season three yes
1: guys welcome to the season finale season finale yes (laughs) our
0: season finale of romance and color um so glad that you joined us for the ride um i hope you all enjoyed yourselves enjoyed all the interviews and topics and things like that um but yakini how was your weekend what did you do all
1: that good stuff stuff. the weekend was good um it was low-key went to the dog park you know me and the boys um looked for father's day gifts you know which Mm -hmm. is going to be next you know this coming sunday Mm -hmm. and um yeah we had a low-key a low-key weekend it was it was a good weekend um Mm -hmm. and what about you because you made an exciting announcement uh, (laughs) over the week yes yes I'll say that I'll say that to the end okay. but um other than
0: battling COVID which I ended up yeah. catching COVID last week I don't know how I'm a person that takes many precautions when I yeah. go out and I'm pretty sure I might have caught it from my daughter going to camp but um other than that I am okay taking it easy um and you know just trying yeah. to enjoy the summer and luckily for me my job has Modified work schedule where we're just basically don't go in the office until August. So yeah. like it's really it's been good it's been it's been good for me to kind of just be home and rest and stuff so yeah um and that's, that's about it yeah over the weekend so yeah. you went you went Father's Day shopping was Hoochie Daddy shorts on the list? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hoochie Daddy shorts um were not purchased this year um not for Derek anyway the children's father that might get uh, added to Pete's uh, Father's Day okay <laughs> okay okay <laughs> oh that's funny the Hoochie Daddy short trend is still going strong. And yes
0: yes still we're still
1: strong. enjoying that yeah still enjoying it <laughs> but
0: yeah if you were able to join us last week we had an amazing roundtable for pride uh, we had some amazing authors on a beautiful conversation about representation what it means to be black and queer um in the romance space and so first i want to thank frederick smith chas lamar cruz Fiona Zedd and Aaron Foley for kind of leading the conversation and joining us. I particularly want to thank Frederick Smith for helping get all these authors together. Katrina Jackson was supposed to be there, but she wasn't able to make it, but she was definitely there in spirit. And I want you to pick up all their books, um, Busy Ain't the Half by Frederick and Chaz, "Stud Like Her by Fiona Zedd and Boys Come First by Aaron Foley and uh the mafia family series by katrina jackson if you love mafia romances (laughs) katrina got you got you, girl so um y'all pick up those books by those wonderful wonderful
1: authors but if you missed that podcast guys be sure to tune in and yes if you're just kind of discovering our podcast you know mid-season while we go on break i definitely encourage you guys to just go on back and kind of listen Mm -hmm. through some of the podcasts from this season and prior seasons and just enjoy Mm -hmm. that'll tide you over till we return in the fall. So yes, yes. Just went back in in September. Or re-listen if you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mm re-listen. We have some good ones out there. Yeah. Um so Yakini, what are our final hot topics for the season? I'm sure there'll be more as we go on break, but
1: what are the final yeah, ones Sometimes then? it's hard when we're not recording because so many things happen. I just want to talk about I it. Know, I, I know, I know. But yeah, so this is not new news, you know, but it's just kind of out there. We haven't talked, you know, since this news broke, but Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, you know, kind of America's sweetheart couple, they did mm-hmm. break up a few weekends mm-hmm, ago, mm-hmm. Um, and People were kind of left confused. You know, people label we love to label somebody couples goals. They didn't call themselves Mm -hmm. couples goals, but they did people. I think just for Lori Harvey, we saw her, you know, date (coughs) and and enjoy being young and and Mm -hmm. some might say hop from guy to guy, but we you know, we just said dating like, you know, a responsible young person. But people Mm -hmm. saw that. So I think that her and Michael B. Jordan, they lasted longer than we kind of had seen her be with someone. So I mm-hmm. guess people got excited or whatever but they they did break up um, mm-hmm. and so according to sources the couple was still very much in love so it wasn't any kind of ugly scandal and cheating and all this carrying mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. It was just really a situation where they realized that they were kind of in two different spaces mm-hmm. at this point in life. So Lori's mm-hmm. dad um, commented on it. Lori, Lori did not make a statement and neither did Michael B. Jordan. They both kind of kept it quiet and classy, Um, but Mm -hmm. Steve confirmed the news on his radio show um, and he said quote, you know, I'm team Lori 100%, I'm sorry, 1000% she's my daughter, Mm. I love her I support her, things happen it's hard to be young and in the limelight and have a successful relationship look, as long as everybody can walk away in peace and be friends I ain't heard nobody say they busted no windows and nothing Mm -hmm. as long as as you don't (laughs) put your hands on my daughter I don't give a damn what you do it's a breakup. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they'll be fine. People break up all the time. I just wish mm-hmm. I could have broken up without the cost factor. I to start <laughs> learning from my children. Get out early. I waited too late, so he threw his oh, little joke God. in So um, <laughs> Following the news, both of them were seen out and about. You know, I'm sure trying to distract themselves, have a good time. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan was seen spotted with his friend Corday at a Chase Center game for the mm-hmm. NBA Finals. He was mm-hmm. watching The Celtics face off with the Warriors and Mm -hmm. um, Lori linked up with her girlfriend singer Justine Skye to attend a friend's baby shower. She also deleted all pictures and mentions of Michael B. Jordan on her social media. Oh, heartbreaking. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, whereas Michael B. Jordan has not deleted his as yet. Um, But as far as why they broke up, you know, they had a 10-year age gap um, which can work for some um, but when you're young, you know, She's 25, he's 35. You know, sources say that, you know, Michael D. Jordan was ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. And, and Lori, Lori simply wasn't. Quote, um, the source said, Michael matured a lot over the course of their relationship. He was ready to mm-hmm. commit for the long term. Mm-hmm. He let down his guard with her, opening up emotionally in a romantic relationship for the first mm-hmm. time. They had great times together and brought out the best in each other. They're both heartbroken, you know, and love each other. Um, But she wants to have fun and be young and be free. You know, Michael's a great guy. She said their relationship didn't work out, but she needs to move on because at 25 she's really not ready to settle down. Right, I agree Before with that. her. She shouldn't mm-hmm. she shouldn't rush into this. Mm-mm. She really shouldn't be settling down really if you ask me So she's at least 30, 35. You know, mm-hmm. with children factor, but there's no rush. You know, you can have a child. My GYN told me or actually my OB told me I could have a child safely up until 45. So, you've got time, mm-hmm. girl. Not that she should wait till 45, but you know, I know the interwebs. The men had, were reacting to Michael B. Jordan. It's like you know, damned with, if you do, damned if you don't. I'm with you. these men, I they get on my they nerves. Are so, they're like, "Oh, he's such a good guy," you know, because they idolize him. I'm like Russell Wilson. He's such a good guy, and trashing her, but she's not ready to settle down, you know. And just as I'm sure they wouldn't want their daughters to settle down before their daughters are ready, she shouldn't either. And I think Yeah, she's young. Yeah, She is young and mm-hmm. I think it's a very mature um, decision when you can love someone and say I'm not ready for this right now I'm not going mm-hmm. to be the wife or partner that he needs now because I'm not ready you know mm-hmm. if the universe you know mean, means for them to be together they, they, they will come back together so mm-hmm. you know but he needs mm-hmm. to move on that's the thing with these men and they like to date the younger women and all that and I get it you know there's a lot of mm-hmm. different reasons for that but it's kind of like, unless y'all are both older and settled, and maybe kind of second time around, second marriage, or whatever, it sometimes mm-hmm. doesn't work, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that. Yeah. I, I wish them both the best, both Lori and Michael B. Jordan, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Work. She's young, and I, I really feel like, you know, she doesn't have to settle. No, and if and let me tell you something, if she learned anything from her mama, is wait on the big fish. So yes. I mean, you yeah. know, absolutely, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, some people, oh, that's not right, whatever. I think it's right. I, I mean, she's too. young, yeah, and she needs to go out here and date more, yeah. And I, you know, I'm sorry for Michael, and he's ready to get married, but he's gonna find find someone who wants to marry him. He I will. pray it's another sister well but you know i well. just you know because his track record has been right typically that he did not date a lot that's of right. black women that's right um but it was so nice and refreshing to it see was. him with a black woman or woman he doesn't even hardly date other women of color to be quite honest right But um he included black women but it was just so nice to see him with a regular, regular black girl you know what yeah I mean? Um, not saying she friends. regular, but you know what I mean. Just, but yeah, just a, yeah. You know, so an unapologetically a girl, black yeah. girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we wish them the best. I don't yeah. know. She's gonna she's gonna be all right. And he will too, right? And he will too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll both be okay and stuff like that. So, yeah. So <laughs> speaking of kind of knowing exactly what you want in a partner, Chloe mm. Bailey, um, recently sat down for an interview mm. and she kind of talked about her dating preferences as well. And um. Similar to Lori Harvey, she also prefers an older guy because she said mm. she has a mature soul. So she mm. needs someone who she can vibe with, someone who's a little <laughs> bit older than her. So she mm. talked about some deal breakers in a relationship. She named five deal breakers, um, you know, when it, comes to, when it comes to dating and stuff like that. So mm. she said she's 23, by the way. So she sat down with E! News. She said, don't be cocky. I don't like a cocky man. You can be confident, but there's a difference mm-hmm. between confidence and cockiness and arrogance. Okay. She mm-hmm. said, Don't play me, you know, don't be mm. dishonest. Mm. Because you know, be straightforward with me, be straight up, because I'm gonna be straight up with you. And she said, respond to me. We had we know how that is. Don't be leaving me on red, playing the games, <laughs> taking forever to write back. She said, Respond to me. And then she said she doesn't like long fingernails. We all have our preferences. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. said that you need to smell good. So these are cute qualities. They're age appropriate. You know, age her appropriate, pro- I agree. Her and not very superficial either. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's unreasonable to have someone someone who smells fresh, clean fingernails. You know, I'm not a fan of long fingernails either. That's a little creepy. It's not a deal breaker because <laughs> you can cut them. But at 23, right. it might have been, and that's okay. Um, And she said, younger guys are not for her. She Mm. said, it's just not for me. She Mm. said, um, you know, she said she would go as older as 10 years. Mm -hmm. because she has a mature soul she said quote i need someone to teach me some things because i'm gonna be teaching them some things you know i I like that she said that Uh. (laughs) if she had just left the statement i'm gonna need someone to teach me some things in my head i'm like oh lord because a lot of times older men are looking for a woman to mold and teach her and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so i love Mm -hmm. that she had the confidence to kind of flip it back and say we gonna teach each other some things Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and she also said she's very confident she will slip into your DMs, you know, if she sees something she likes. Um With her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's confident. She was asked if she kisses on a first date. She said it depends. She said, for example, if it's a long-distance relationship and we don't see each other often and it was like a long time of kind of courting on the phone and now there's this build up and we see each other, you know? Absolutely, you know, just mm-hmm. a little kiss, you know, want to keep some mystery, but she said for sure. Versus if it's kind of like, you know, you met someone and you're dating them locally, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. it was a cute interview. I like her, she's such a likable girl and stuff Mm. like that and I like that she's keeping it young and fresh and not rushing into anything I would not the whole 10 year age gap she better be careful because you know how that is this man fall in love with you and he's going to be ready to settle down yeah yeah 33 then y'all date a few years now you 26 27 he's almost 40 He's going to want to mm-hmm. lock it down. So just be careful making them guys fall in love with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like an older man, too, so I get it. But, you know, like I said, it's different when you're older. You know, I'm, I'm in my yeah. 40s, so Pete's in his 50s. So it's just kind of different when you're, I Yeah, that's different. Think, yeah. Yeah. It's totally yeah, different. And stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And last but, yeah, yeah, super cute. Last but not least, we have um, Young Miami and Diddy. I didn't talk too much about <laughs> this one because I just, I, I know, mentioned I mentioned that the fight she had with the girl, remember? Yeah, Gina? we talked about that yeah. of that fight, that messiness. Diddy getting yeah. caught up in foolishness and stuff. Yeah. Gina I don't remember how to pronounce her last name, but yeah, that was, that was, was some, yeah. that was some foolishness. But um <laughs> so young Miami, her real name is Koresh, Caresha. She Kareisha. has a uh-huh. new how do you pronounce it?
0: Carisha. Carisha, okay so yeah she, just black girl carisha
1: yes yes <laughs> she has a new podcast on um on diddy's network and um and it's her, cute i'm sorry it's cute i enjoy it <laughs> it's, cute. it's so cute and so diddy was her first guest and um I don't know what made me decide to watch it. It's about 36 minutes. Cute. It's a Did you watch the episode? I the did. Movie? I did. I yeah, did. And so, I, she said, Is that fun? <laughs> oh my goodness. He said, I mean, The funnest. Let me just tell you, this girl is just so, so adorable. She, she really is. is. She I really think is. prior to watching this podcast and seeing their interactions, I mm-hmm. really didn't get it. You know, mm-hmm. she's about 28. Diddy is, how old is Diddy? About 50, 51, maybe? 50 something yeah he, he might fifth. be older because he yeah I think he's a year or two older than Derek yeah so he's significantly older than her um and it's not even the age difference that's, that's a Hollywood thing he's 52 he's 52 and she's 28 Ooh, so what's child, that age difference? He so he's my boyfriend's age <laughs> oh my gosh oh, so that is the different oh difference and, he, and she's 28 and so I was kind of like he just you know bouncing around he done had cassie and didn't marry her and now he's with the city girl and what the heck is this (laughs) but to watch their interaction and their chemistry it is so darling it is so cute so basically you know (laughs) the gist of it is she is interviewing him and although you kind of go into it knowing that they are an item you know it's kind of she's a little coy and she's asking him questions Mm -hmm. and so it's cute because then she gets into um She puts him in the hot seat, so she's really grilling him with questions about, like, love and marriage and sex and fatherhood, and, you know, Mm -hmm. she asks about the death of Kim Porter and what that was Mm -hmm. like for him becoming, Mm -hmm. you know, a single dad, and, you know, he's just very candid and very Mm -hmm. honest about Mm -hmm. how it was very, very hard for him. You know, he said, you know, I was a part-time dad. I appreciated that he said that. That was so Yeah, honest. he's
0: very honest. Yeah, yes. he
1: said, you know, I kind of relied on, you know, my children's mothers because they, they had it under control. You know, Kim and is the other one Sarah mm-hmm. and I know Misa. He said they had it. But when mm-hmm. I lost Kim, he said I was suddenly the full-time dad to, you know, the twins and their mm-hmm. sister, you know, not full-time to the set, But yeah, he, he mm-hmm. just said it was really, really difficult for him you know, because of course he loved her, and she was just really, really respectful <coughs> in that line of questioning. I, appreciate she really that. was. I think yeah. she, she did. She really. Um, she was, was like, like a real, a tender about journalist. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was very tender and very just sweet. And then they switched mm. gears, and so she kind of just asked him straight <laughs> up about his relationship status. And it was just funny. He said, "He quote, 'quote I'm single, but I'm dating. I'm just taking my time with life. To be honest, just after my loss, losing Kim.'" losing cassie romantically i needed a timeout i just needed to be mm-hmm. single and to be free and mm-hmm. so then a little later she said <laughs> "The way she, talks, she was like so what is we basically uh-huh. And he said we date we're dating we, uh-huh. we go have dates we're friends we go right. to exotic locations we have great times is marriage on the table and he, not not necessarily uh-huh. um she asked him why he never got married and he said i just wasn't ready that he really mm-hmm. didn't have a desire to get married. He talked a little bit about how he grew up with a single mom and mm-hmm. after his dad died at age two, um, his mom never remarried. So he mm-hmm. was just kind of like, I really didn't see a marriage, kind yeah. of marriage or living. you know, I didn't see that model. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something that he felt needed to happen for him. Um, right. And then he kind of turned the tables and asked her some questions and, she said similarly I don't have a desire to be married because if it's time for me to get the F on I want to pack my shit and, and leave she said <laughs> like I'm a baby. I laughed at that Now yeah, see I think so that pretty. works for him now because they, they really are having cuz she's young you know she's, she's young. young I think she might have a change of heart but for now mm. they're kind of in the same space She did mm. say she wants to have kids and she wants to have twins and he kind of looked at her and was like you didn't say that before when we left <laughs> I know, it was was so like, like I um <laughs> but then he said that he wanted to have um he saw himself having more children and stuff. So yeah, yeah, But she said yeah. she's young. She said I'm really not focused on love. But she said that, you know, because she doesn't want it to hinder her career. Mm-hmm. But she said, you know, I'm dating. I'm having fun, living my best life, doing what the F I want. Um mm-hmm. and then she kind of joked that she was in an entanglement. I'm just <laughs> I'm she said, I just want to have fun acting bad. Um, and he <laughs> said, as long as you're laughing and as long as you're having a good time, that's what it's all about. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just like really cute. Their interactions and stuff. She asked him a lot, you know, who do you like more? You like young Miami or you like Carisha? You know, and he was uh-huh. very, and he just said, he really, he said, quote, he likes her because you're authentic. You're like one of yes. the people I've ever met. You're yes. authentically yourself. You're a great mother and a great friend. We just mm-hmm. have a good time and he mm-hmm. was smiling their eye contact was just really cute mm-hmm. um i like that she talked about her, her carisha her her true self you know at home mm-hmm. what she's like she said you'll find me in a bonnet watching lifetime basically just the bomb <laughs> a big bag right sweatshirt. and mm-hmm. then young miami is twerking on the couches and turning up and taking shots and mm-hmm. you know having a, a good time girl so yeah, yeah, it was a very cute, refreshing interview. I understand a lot of times why these young men date younger older men date younger women. You know, clearly mm-hmm. it keeps you feeling young. Yeah, it's the energy. energy, yeah. It's the yeah. energy. You're not gonna necessarily get that from someone older. And it's not to mm-hmm. say that we don't have it, but you know, when you date someone younger, I think it makes you feel, and my boyfriend's even kind of said that, like, it makes you feel kind of just energetic and young and alive. And mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I, th- I think they're cute. I enjoyed their interaction. I, I think she needs, as long as she's going in with her eyes open, because, you know, sometimes we say one thing and we fall in love and we want something else. And, you know, we saw how it ended with Cassie. I think she probably wanted to be married. He mm-hmm. wasn't willing to give her that. I don't think he is the marrying kind. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I think if Young Miami goes in and she's has her eyes open, they both will have a great time. And when the ride ends, if the ride ends, they could do a Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell or whatever, and never yeah. just be together. But yeah, yeah, if she decides she wants that title and stuff in the end, because she also talked in the interview about being crazy and stuff. And he was giggling <laughs> and do you remember that part? Yeah, he was laughing, laughing. And giggling.
0: <laughs> I think she reminds him. Of his old self, and I'm, yes. saying, I'm saying like, yes. like the Diddy
1: that we grew up with in the '90s. Even when and... he told that story of Ed Howard, yes, well, yeah, yes, yes. he thinks it's cute and it's fun. and it, it makes yes. it feel yeah, yeah. And
0: we forget Diddy is a roundaway boy. He a boy from the yeah. hood. He he yeah. want it. and maybe it's fun for him to have like a, just a normal roundaway girl. You I know what I mean? So. Like you know, he dated the classy yeah.
1: e and the proper and all this. You know, mm-hmm. and. Because Cassie and Kim were a little more kind of proper stuff, and young mom is a little hood, like, and that's okay, yeah. and that's fine, yeah, that's okay, and he mm. likes that, and that's, but that's me, but fun. But that's let me tell good. you
0: how their relationship got these pick in an uproar, they just mm-hmm. like, I just can't believe.
1: He's with somebody like that. What, why, you can't why, why, that? Yeah, why, why you can't believe He's that? Yeah, why not? Why can't believe that? And like you, you know? said, she's a mm-hmm. great mom. She mm-hmm. is really good. She's a hard worker. She's she's dedicated. And, and she's you can't say. I mean, that's a role. She's, mm-hmm. she's a regular woman.
0: Yeah, and you can't say Carisha don't work. Because they be working. The city girls be working. Okay? Absolutely. They have, and they're at the top right now. Mm-hmm. They're and doing it's, quite it's, well. she's also
1: a beautiful girl. It's like the Russell Wilson thing with all these guys like, what well, does Sierra see in him? Because he fine. And, and she's yes. beautiful. She's a very pretty girl. Mm-hmm. You know, just, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I can absolutely see what he sees in her. And, yep. um, and they both just said, we're having a good time. I like how she would kind of say, they both called it you know, our friendship. So it sounds like they're yeah. taking their time. Yeah. It's, it's been, the rumors have been swirling for about a year. So it's not new. Um, mm-hmm. But w- they don't appear to have a title. Um, and they both <laughs> seem comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it seemed like he's still on again, off again with this Gina woman. And yeah, I think, think, think she's the main, though. Honestly, Gina. I think, her, I think Karisha is the main girl. I think is the main, but the fact that she's open and he seems to still be dealing with Gina. It is what I don't know whatever their understanding is that works for them. <laughs> yeah. I think Gina needs to not be messy and him and mm-hmm. my, I, don't, I know he doesn't like all that because he even alluded to that. He was like, that drama happened. I'm glad that's in the past. He want to mm-hmm. have fun, but he don't want the drama. But when you're dealing with a young mm-hmm. girl, sometimes it's going to be a little, she's not that young. She's almost yeah. 30. Yeah. But- you know, but yeah, no, yeah. I, they're cute, and and we're gonna keep watching this one, and we'll see when we reconvene the call if it's still going on. <laughs> yeah. it, it might just be a hot girl summer thing. It might so just we be a hot know. girl summer. It might just be. Mm-hmm. And what's the version of for the hot boy? It's not hot boy. What is it? They have a they have a hoochie daddy <laughs> summer. <Yeah. laughs> they have a hoochie daddy oh, summer. Man. Oh
0: they have. A, oh, well, they say city boy, That's That's they say That's
1: city it. boy yeah. summer. So they having a the city right. boy summer. That's right. 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 It so the is. The thing about money, which is different from the average person, you mm-hmm. can kind of ke- really keep yourself up. So, 50, you said he's 52. Probably mm-hmm. 52 may look different than, you know, mm-hmm. 52, that's the ordinary person because and he's he has black. the best of the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's black. You know, like he's he got a, good look skin. Good, age mm-hmm. well. I know he's doing all the organic, high end mm-hmm. skin care, mm-hmm. eating right working out you know mm. he has nothing but time and money to really take care of himself and be mm. as youthful and healthy as he can be so yeah, yeah yeah he can be around for her for a while if that's what they both choose to yeah, do but yeah yeah that's to y'all have have fun it, it's all have fun. fun have a
0: have a hot girl city boy summer yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that's it that's it and those are the hot topics until until next time until next time
0: all right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back with our season three recap and highlights and talk about what we enjoyed this season and all that good stuff. So you all take a quick break with us and come back and meet us back here. OK, everybody, we are back. And so let's talk about season three. We've had a lot of highlights. I don't think we had any any stagnant anything going on the, the the podcast kept rolling and kept moving yeah. and kept growing and yeah. so we want to thank our our listeners we want to thank our subscribers to the podcast it's like really really like i didn't think when we started it's almost three and a half years ago yeah. that it was gonna it was gonna like come to fruition like this we just thought we'd sit here talking about you know, holiday movies and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we got a lot planned for season four. Um, I'll talk. About, kind of talk about that at the end. But, um, yeah, so first of all, we we always open up our podcast with kind of a recap of last season. And so we also talked about, of course, our favorite thing in the whole wide world, which is
1: holiday movies. Yeah. Because so, I think that's kind of how we started. So that will yeah. always be near and dear to me. And yes. probably, you know, my favorite time of year mm-hmm. um, on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I know our readers enjoy that as well. We all appreciate yeah. how you kind of get together together. You know all the Black Holiday movies, and I feel like mm-hmm. each year it just grows and grows because they're does. listening to us out there. Um, And it's just such a wonderful thing that you do that because it's a very mm-hmm. unique thing that people yes. know they can come to us to get that rundown yes. of every network. And oh, just I just enjoyed the movies this year. Some yes. of my favorites came back: Tatiana Ali. Mm-hmm. I forgot if Atiyah and Tamara or one of the yes. other had one. I think the only one we but they both was did. Asia. Mm-hmm. night William did not have yeah, one. yeah she did not have one Mm-mm. yeah mm-hmm. so Tia and Tamara both had one right yeah. there was like the Santa's stakeout that was Tamara and I forgot what <laughs> right. Tia's was she had the Motown Christmas and you was yes! talking about uh, oh my gosh was that was about, so uh, good oh that was good that and was then really Tatiana good Ali had that was, was hilarious she got snowed in the uh, uh, that home they they double booked it oh there were some good oh god ones. it was some really really good yeah ones. i enjoyed so, maya with her um going back to oh, her. yes yeah i love the christmas dance reunion oh with, that was corbin
0: blue yes. also a favorite it was yes. so good I, yes. I think i watched that one twice mm-hmm. um and i also like the christmas proposal that one came yes. on cbs yes. and that had um our boy Alex Regans in it. Yes. So it was so good. They had so many good. Yeah, movies. Holly and Robinson so much-
1: Pete had mm-hmm. one about her son with autism. Yes, yeah. that was
0: good. That was yeah. so good. And yeah. of course, Netflix came with the Princess Switch 3. Yes.
1: I know you <laughs> love had- that one. Yeah. Oh yes,
0: girl. Um we had yeah. that. Um, we had so many, we had Love Hard, which y'all know I was not very, you know. I didn't really care for that one too much. Mm-hmm. But um there were some other good ones. Um yeah. a too, lot many, of, to name. too yeah. many to name. Yeah. Um, so y'all, we are gonna, you know, keep coming with the Christmas movies and stuff yeah, like that. So we're, I'm hoping yeah. there'll be more diversity. Um, like this year, like I said, there was a holiday, a Diwali movie. So, you know, there's there's other holidays in between Christmas yeah. that also need to be um um highlighted. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they do that. Maybe there's going to be an Eid um, one. Maybe there's Diwali. Maybe there's more Hanukkah movies. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Maybe there's going to be a Kwanzaa one. Um, mm-hmm. I hope I hope somebody picks up the Kwanzaa brunch, which is like one of my favorite books by D.L. White and they oh. turn it into something. So, oh, you know, man. I, I yeah. hope y'all, I hope y'all, you know, you all do something with these Black and other folk um, yeah. Christmas books that are out and just adapt them into you know yeah. christmas movies which or, and hollow or holiday movies rather mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which would be really really lovely yeah there's a market <coughs> for it you know you are
1: yeah. here waiting for it so yeah that would be that'd be amazing
0: yeah so oh, yeah. i'm going to jump around so what were some of your favorite topics that we talked about uh, this season
1: well, I definitely love when we do our Galentine's celebration. Mm-hmm. So not, that's not necessarily a topic, but it's something no. that I look forward to every year. Because I feel like yeah. in addition to Black love or love, you know, not just Black love, but love, you know, with people of color. Mm-hmm. I also like that we celebrate women and we celebrate mm-hmm. self-love. So mm-hmm. I think that we, I love that we focus not just on Valentine's Day for couples, but just on, you know, celebrating yourself and loving on yourself yes. because, you know, we're all at different places in terms of our relationships. Some of us are <coughs> single, married, separated, mm-hmm. divorced, mm-hmm. you know, lonely, fulfilled, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. I just mm-hmm. like that we. Kind Of celebrate that day for us as women, so I'm glad yes. we started doing that. We this yes. is our third season of the podcast, right? Yes, yes so I think that season. this was our second Galentine celebration, so we must yes. have done it the first yes. season. No, so yeah, we
0: did not do it, <laughs> we did not do it, right? <laughs> that
1: was something we new it. we did the second season, yeah,
0: yeah. That was something new we did the second season, so and cool, this season. Yeah. Yeah, this season we had a special guest yes, Angela yes. Anderson come on with us which was so fun. And she was
1: amazing and I hope she was to next season. Yeah, and I hope yeah, she,
0: yeah. Yes, we're going to ask her again. So,
1: her um, Angela, so if you're fun, listening, I love
0: yes, yes mm-hmm. we want you to come back.
1: And uh, that was also, a good
0: like, yeah, I also liked all of our kind of topical Things that we did, like we just wrapped up our um, mental health series. Yes, um, we talked about love and mental health, and mental health is a part of love, and it's about a, yeah. it's about self love and loving yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um. So we talked about you know mental health and self care. We talked about yeah, men and mental health, and we talked about sex and mental health. So I mean, yeah. I, I think
1: we kind of wrapped up some really good things. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, glad we spent that month focusing on that because that is a yeah. huge
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and we also committed. had some fun. Topics we talked about you know how to you know talk dirty better now that was one and of my was... favorites
1: now that are, you shared an article and I bookmarked yes. because yes. I need to kind of use that as a resource sometimes <laughs> so I have that bookmarked on my phone and I gotta mm-hmm. check in with it sometimes because that was good. That was a good article. I enjoyed that yes, topic. <laughs> yes, yes. Because um, it's not I as easy as it seems. It really is. More writers. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. It. I mean, even I
0: mean, I'm a writer, but I still still struggle mm-hmm. in my personal life too. Sometimes keep right. it fresh. You know what I mean, and not say the same crap over and over again. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you gotta keep it fresh and and, and new. You know, for your partner. Yeah. Um, we also talked a little bit about kinks and BDSM, which was also very enlightening and stuff like that. Yeah. We talked about a, a myriad of what BDSM yeah, is it's are. Not and it's it's, not, it's a, not just a white it's,
1: thing. It's not. not just a white thing, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, and I even I yeah, tried it. it was yeah. I think I our discussion I thought was a nice intro to the into the worlds, you know. So that yeah, was, and I even highlighted. I
0: think I even yeah. highlighted a few romance novels that kind of talk about BDSM. So, if you want to like slowly into your, your, um, into the world of BDSM, I would suggest going through and looking at some of those romance novels that I talked about on that podcast as well. Um, Mm -hmm. and we also had a lot of, um, topics about dating and parenting Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that because uh, you as a, as a single, Mom, you know, Mm -hmm. well, single dating mom. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you had a lot to talk about, a lot to contribute. I think a lot of women really like that's those topics and yeah really because there's so many useful. nuances
1: around that kind of like yeah. having a partner depending on what age the children are at <coughs> what point do you introduce mm-hmm. your partner to the kids and mm-hmm. you know what does that look like when do you mm-hmm. introduce your partner to your ex if you share children and there's just so many things around it but it, it is absolutely possible to have a fulfilling, loving relationship, even when the kids Mm -hmm. are younger teens. I mean, I -hmm. know a lot of women who kind of have resolved that they're not going to date till their kids are out of the house because they just don't want to be bothered with the difficulties or the adjustments. And I Mm -hmm. honestly was one of those women. Like, I did not intend to meet my boyfriend. I was not interested in dating. I just wasn't interested, but my girlfriend kept pushing and pushing. There's someone I want you to meet, someone I want you to meet. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of very grudgingly was like, fine, you can give him my number. You know, we started talking, but I really Mm -hmm. was just kind of like, my boys, I don't want to bring anyone in this house. I don't want them Mm -hmm. meeting. I just, it's just too much. When I'm 18, you know, when I'm sorry, when they turn 18 and leave, that's when I'll, because like, I I, I didn't feel lonely. I felt fulfilled with my life and my hobbies. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm just so, so glad that I opened up my heart and, and and gave love a try so I think Mm -hmm. that you know I get it when women are kind of like I'd rather just wait you know but you don't have to wait like I feel like as moms we sometimes like just always put ourselves second and third and fourth and Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I did not do that so I I do as you said that people heard that podcast and and decided to open themselves up for love you know just Mm -hmm. to kind of see what's out there or dating you may not find love right away but just be open to dating and children are more resilient than you think. It's not going to kill them to meet someone or to know mom has a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they're all, because at the end of the day, I think our kids just want us to be happy. You know what I mean? Right. They want right. it to be with their dad or their mom, whatever, but they want you to be happy ultimately. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what I learned from this experience. So yeah, yeah, being open, yeah, being open to love second or third time around or fourth. Yeah.
0: You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. brings me to another topic that we talked about having, you know, having a second chance and having a soulmate, you know, we mm-hmm. Yeah, you know can you have more than one soulmate in your life and stuff like that um and you know could you have two soulmates at once you know and stuff like that so we kind of talked about that idea um of you know finding love you know a second time around and you know saying that you know you can have multiple loves and multiple soulmates in a lifetime um and I think that also really resonated with a lot of people as well yeah Yeah. That was yeah, I think they and I, I, you know, I heard from friends and stuff. They're like, oh, we know kind of looking at our examples as people who come back from divorce and remarried and started dating, that you know, it's possible to, you know, be happy in a second, you know, act of your life, (laughs) basically. Um, so it's not it's not over when you turn 40, y'all. So (laughs) it's definitely not over. No, no,
1: it's not. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also talked about, um, just the highlight, we talked about Toxic Masculinity podcast and the cult of Kevin Samuels, which is so crazy because after Kevin Samuels passed away unexpectedly, and it seems like his followers were kind of like, okay, who's going to take up the torch of Toxic Masculinity? And unfortunately, I think the number of podcasts keep growing that are just like, that are similar to his and in the same tone and fashion. Mm -hmm. But we did talk about how harmful uh, these sort of podcasts run by these supposed alpha men are to the very nature of manhood, masculinity, and are the antithesis of what what positive relationships should look like and be. Mm So, um, you know, it's so funny we talked about that, and you know, he was I actually caught up on um Atlanta, uh, the series, and he was actually on there. Oh, and okay. my and husband, my husband was like, Is that Kevin Samuels? And I was like, Yeah, that's him. I say this is shortly was he before playing he died. Himself, or was yeah, he's basically playing himself, basically. Okay. He was acting. He was acting, but he was basically kinda of playing himself. He was weird. trying to play this like black man who was like super black and trying to like um but, like, give trying to, trying to something. No, he wasn't a relationship expert. He was trying to uh give out scholarships. He was like rich and black, he was trying to give out scholarships quote unquote black students so they had to like prove their blackness it was mm-hmm. a trip it was so funny but it, it had a, of course like with any Atlanta episode it yeah. has a message it has a message to it yeah um and so the whole season was kind of examining the idea of whiteness and stuff like that yeah. and um and whiteness as it relates to womanhood, as it relates to men all kind of yeah. stuff but anyway um he was in there in that episode and it was so funny to me because I was like yo this was right before he died so that's really, crazy you know, the theory, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. That's his last kind of physical memory on on. I mean, know, at least it was a positive one,
1: but sort of positive. didn't live your life was, that way, so
0: yeah, it was it's satirical. And you know, who knows how much of what he believed, what he believed. You yeah, know? yeah. But um, anyway, that yeah, those were some of the things that I thought about um, as far as topics that we talked about that we really touched on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had so many amazing guests. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had some good um, round tables. I felt proud good of Good round tables. I'm those. so proud of our yeah. last one, which was our pride round table. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, again with Chaz and Frederick and Fiona and Erin, mm. all of all amazing, amazing people. Hope y'all picked up their books um we had a lovely men's round table representing all types of men uh, mm-hmm. trans and cis men mm-hmm. um and so we had an amazing men's round table for valentine's day and we talked about intimacy and what that looks like and yeah. what romance looks, is to men and stuff like that so shout out to mo and rory mm-hmm. and uh rm and um what was the other young man's name um well not young man but um young person's name I cannot think um JL um JL yes mm-hmm. so thank you to you all so much for yeah. um, being on that podcast it was a wonderful 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 yes. experience appreciate their honesty and
1: their candor and just yes. opening up to our listeners yeah
0: yes and awesome. on top of that we had some amazing author interviews I was able to be blessed with talking to so many people I think the highlight I mean even though everybody was wonderful and I'm not I'm going to preface that by saying that Mm-hmm. the highlight was definitely talking to Laquette who is was the former president of RWA Romance Writers of America um and one of my writing basically God's idols <laughs> so talking to Laquette was just amazing I, I feel like I found a, a friend in her and I oh, made friends dang. along the way um yeah. uh, Kenya Wright in her Mafia series which has <clears throat> Excuse me, taking off with book talks. People are Amen. like crazy about it. All the sweet romances by Kathy Douglas. Mia um, Heinzelman, my good friend, who has a book coming out with Thule, which is getting a lot of buzz called Monopoly Love about board games. But she has a whole series of uh, books coming out that are going to be board game themed. Um, and then Salika Snyder with her paranormal romances um and kind of hitting on desi culture and stuff like that which i thought was super cool um my good friend gigi kirsten uh, talking kind of about trans representation and non-binary representation in romance and finally we got to talk to the one and only wesley siobhan which oh my god talking to the the narrator of narrators audiobooks (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was really time. cool because that was very unique and special to yes. interview her. I think yes. our listeners really appreciated that, and I think for those who never considered that as a career, mm-hmm. I think we opened up some eyes and really gave mm-hmm. people, like something to think about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she was, was so new. open and honest yeah. about her work and she stuff sure like that. Was. She and sure you know, was. it was so funny. I'm not gonna give nothing away, but I was listening to another book the other day, and it was a YA book. And I kept saying I know this voice, but uh? the name, but the name on here is not Wesley Siobhan, but it was her. But she uses a different name when she does. Oh, wow. Um, ya. So, so she, so a lot of um audio narrators use different names for different genres that they're using because Wes, Wesley Chapon is her is her sexy time name. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And mm-hmm. so she uses. I'm not gonna give away the other name, but uh, she used her other okay. name for. Um, that makes sense mm-hmm. YA and other kind of general fiction but yeah she's, she's amazing she's she was amazing and hopefully you know next podcast I mean next year we're gonna have some other people come on too and talk about kind of the ins and outs of the romance yeah. you know mm-hmm. feel so mm-hmm. in addition to narrators, hopefully I'll be able to talk to an agent hopefully we'll be able to have an interview with an editor yeah um, I think that like would be that. really
1: cool kind of like how do people how might one get started if they're interested in mean, <coughs> right, a series in, in on that? In the, in the, right, so publishing right. versus mainstream mm-hmm. publishing or whatever you call it, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, what? all that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so kind of in thinking about out loud, kind of, you know, what we want season four to kind of be like. And I'm I'm talking to Yakini uh now as far as I brainstorm it on, on the fly. <laughs> but but, you know, I want there to be roundtables. Hopefully, let's do like a Christmas roundtable where we talk to authors who are doing Christmas, you know, novels I love and that. stuff. I love that. Um, I want to focus our author interviews, particularly on people who are going to be debut authors in 2023 and people nice. who are going to be indie, nice. indie authors. Um, so, you know, definitely pushing for the indie folks. And people who are doing debuts, whether it be mainstream or mm-hmm. indie. So those are some of the things I'm hoping that we can accomplish for uh, I love 2022, those, those 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um, in a, you know, in addition to whatever else we have going on. So mm-hmm. what do you kind of want to, to see happen for the next, you know, season of the podcast?
1: Yeah. I I think I like the idea, like you said, of kind of just the introduction into kind of the world of the writing and kind of what that looks like, because I think there might Mm -hmm. be people listening who are writing and kind of at this point just kind of early in their process and really maybe don't know much about Next Steps. So interested Mm -hmm. in kind of just doing some educational stuff. I like the idea of increasing the roundtables, you know, especially Mm -hmm. around the holidays and kind of Mm -hmm. giving those authors that platform Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I like the idea of debuting some new authors and giving them a platform. I really love that. And it's cool because when they, you know, are a successful author in the future, they'll always remember that, you know, a space that kind of gave them that platform and gave mm-hmm. them that opportunity so mm-hmm. I, I love all of those ideas so yeah. and know that when we're
0: doing this podcast we're not making money <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: we're definitely not making we're doing it for the love
0: of the genre. labor of we're doing it for the love of for the craft you know the craft the art you know yeah. what I'm saying? we want to have something that people listen to and entertain okay. and when you do stuff money will come y'all yeah. it's not like it's not like you know, we begging for money. Yakini and I are quite mm-hmm. comfortable in our lives and careers mm-hmm. and we're doing quite well for ourselves, if I say so myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your kitty. I mean I
1: can always use more money, but you know what I'm saying? But but you know, we're doing something as a labor of love and you Mm -hmm. just enjoy what you do and you're not doing it for let's say the followers or the views or the likes. I think that you're putting out something that's just a good quality, authentic product and your love Mm -hmm. for it shines through. We both love Mm -hmm. romance, we love literature, Mm -hmm. we love movies. And I think that people pick up on that authenticity. It's organic mm-hmm. when we come together. And mm-hmm. I've seen the podcast grow so much over these last mm-hmm. couple of years. And mm-hmm. the likes and the follows and all that stuff just kind of comes when you've found mm-hmm. your niche and you're doing it for the right reason. So I right, like it. And right, it takes right. the pressure off when you're not doing it for the likes or the follows or whatever. You're <coughs> doing it because we enjoy it. And look mm-hmm. at how our following has grown for people yeah. who genuinely love what we do because they do it themselves. So I think right. that's really cool. And, and
0: and like I always say, it costs absolutely nothing for you to be kind to somebody. It costs absolutely nothing for you to uplift somebody. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it costs you nothing but, you know, a little bit of time, a little bit of effort. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you put, put that out to people, it's going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as we put out this as a labor of love, we put out the love toward, you know, romance and stuff, it's just going to come right back to us. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, people, I'm already putting out stuff about season four on Twitter and I got people in my inbox. Like, so what's up? Like, what y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You know, uh- stuff like that. You know, I'll just put out little ideas. Mm -hmm. and people are already hitting us up so you know thank y'all so much for riding with us and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um for the season and these are definitely some some definite definite highlights that i've uh taken from from season three so Mm -hmm. it's been pretty pretty cool um to wrap things up um and watching romance um all i've been watching is P valley (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that on, is going to be Star. my summer binge season let me one tell y'all two.
0: something it's so doggone good like first of all shout out to Katori Hall the writer and creator of P-Valley because she got a gym. It, it it touches on so many things like mm-hmm. the commodification of black bodies it, I mean it talks about you know you know the the poverty of being in the south and, and stuff like that it's it just so many things you talk about besides stripping the stripping is is you know the world of, of, of down south strippers is very unique yeah you know i live in atlanta i I know all about the strip club okay mm-hmm. but it's just <laughs> it's, it's very unique um in a sense that you know we're able to get totally naked in l in, in most yeah that's you one know of, down one of the south strip clubs. one of the few states you know we can get naked in florida georgia i think louisiana Mississippi a couple other states I mean most of the south which is ironic because it's the bible belt right but you can get totally that is ironic above. yeah <laughs> Um, but you know P-Valley is so good I mean there's a, there's a lot of commentary about love about queer love about you know um, representation uh, ideas of matter. I mean, it's just so good y'all please watch P-Valley it's so so
1: good yeah I'm looking forward to that I've just heard yeah. so much about it and I know it's probably all just gonna fulfill my expectations and exceed oh, that. So I, good. Can't so good. I can't so wait. I can't
0: wait. Yeah. Um, and then I'm looking forward to Issa Rae's new venture she has with HBO Max. It's called Rap Shit. So we was talking about the City Girls earlier. Mm. And this is sort of loosely based on the City Girls. So it's sort of about two girls who uh, from Miami, who come together to decide to form a rap group? Two high school friends. They like distant. Now fans. is
1: Issa one of them, or is she just? The no, 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 no,
0: no, no. She's she's the producer behind so it. So we she's, won't
1: see any Issa appearances in the show. I
0: don't think we're gonna get no Issa rapping. If we're gonna get Issa, she's probably gonna be on the on the sidelines doing okay. Stuff. But but it really delves into. Not only their friendship, but it seems like it's going to be talking about women in the rap industry, mm-hmm. the double standards, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, stuff, stuff that women have to go through. So it looks really, really interesting. Not only does it I be hope like it does funny than
1: Queens because remember Queens, it was oh I had a notoriety. and then the Spanish girl yeah. I, her name. I watched that first season. It was cute. I didn't love it, it but I enjoyed it. And It, was it wasn't cute. renewed, so yeah. I'm, I hope you know, no. usually what Issa touches turns to gold. So mm-hmm. I, I will try to support this, and we all should because you know, I'm yeah, sure it's yeah. Be good. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I hate that you know, some shows that I really love this season that I talked up, they're not yeah. getting renewed. Like I We're talked about show. Big, I talked about Bigger on BET, Plus, not yeah. getting renewed, and it left us on a cliffhanger. I'm like, I don't appreciate that, but you know, yeah, yeah, oh, it is what it is, you know. I, I think with the plethora of television and movies that we have, it's so hard to get people's attention because there's mm-hmm. so much out there. We're in this beyond golden age of TV, like this whole renaissance, the streaming, everything. It's hard mm-hmm. to get people's attention mm-hmm. to sit down and watch an entire series or, or pay yeah. attention. It's got to be yeah. something different, something riveting um, to get people to really, really That's watch it. and talk about you know. it. So, yeah, I, it's hard out here for particularly Black TV. I, my hope in 2022 2023 is that they produce more black rom-coms i miss the we talked about the golden age of rom black rom coms. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: i really miss that whole era of the 90s oh my god! Um, early 2000s and, yeah. and that kind of feeling that you get when you watch those yeah. movies like brown yeah. sugar and, and yes. you know yes uh, the wood and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss uh, I miss that kind of feeling. So was I was the them age. to. Yeah, I yes. not remember if it
1: was this season or last season that we did the Golden Age.
0: Of, I think it was last like,
1: season we touched yeah, on that. that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it was a really good, good one, mm-hmm. and we talked mm-hmm. about our favorite movies and stuff like that, yeah. and actors from that time. Mm-hmm. Um. So I really hope that they, you know, the indie space, uh, as with romance, they're doing a lot as far as movies is concerned, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it mainstream, which is so frustrating but i'm also looking forward to in 2022 23 is the best man series that's gonna be on peacock is that gonna be out
1: then i hope so yeah Yeah. it's gonna be out it's gonna be out they wrapped already because i know he's been teasing that for a minute and yeah and it's a series and Not by a minute movie. I mean like over a decade
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a limited awesome. series so it's it's like a little mini series a limited series so okay um, maybe it'll you know does the, well yeah and it's gonna conclude yeah. the it's gonna conclude the, sh- the 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 series so okay uh, um I hope that you know we enjoy that you know other stuff was coming out Bel Air stuff like that mm-hmm. that's really mm-hmm. good they're renewed. So, you know, we have a lot of TV to look forward to, but there still can be more, particularly on the romance side of things. Because honestly, Netflix, Amazon, I am so tired of y'all greenlighting these, you know, quote unquote, white mainstream romances Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. screen. You know, we got the hating game. We got some other stuff. You know, you got all these Indian and Hispanic and black romances Mm -hmm. out there that y'all ain't putting y'all fingers on. You know, Mm -hmm. you got a whole litany of, of Beverly Jenkins um, who I got the pleasure of um, having a Zoom um, conference with her the other day. Um, whole whole litany of her westerns that y'all could be putting out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Historicals. Like y'all, y'all just lazy at this point. Yeah. And not putting yeah, out quality movies and stuff like that. So that's my hope <laughs> that we get yeah. some stuff, especially not just at Christmas time, but all year long.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so finally, um, in Reading Romance, uh, we have a big healthy season three book list that's up on our um, Instagram. There's a list that says season three, we thank all the authors and stuff like that that came on. So they're all tagged on that on that post. And so you can see every author that we interview over the course of season three, every single author, every single book that we highlighted and talked about um, mm-hmm. that's on there. Um, So it's something for everybody, sweet romance to gangsters with Kenya Wright, Um, (laughs) all kind of people, Um, queer romance, um, you know, paranormal, we got some of everybody. So Mm -hmm. um, y'all take a look at that. And then I'm also going to do our summer uh, 22 reading list before we leave this week, since I'm getting my energy back, I can go and post that. Um, It's going to be 18, I said 17 at first. But it's 18 books for y'all to pick, going from awesome. historical nice YA's, yes, historical YA's, contemporaries, and even a thriller on there. So it's going to be a lot for y'all to take to the beach and enjoy. Whether you <laughs> listen, to, listen to the audiobook or read it on a Kindle or read a physical book, there will be a lot of things for you to choose from. So Nice. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for uh, season three. Um, but before I go, I wanted to make a pretty big announcement. Um, if you all have not been following me on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, which is at Richard Writes on W R I T E S O N, I made the announcement that in twenty twenty three, spring of twenty twenty three. My debut novel, The Build-Up, will be dropping with Karina Press. Um, Karina Press is an imprint of Harlequin romance. Um, and so, what? it is a <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Yes. Man, oh, man. It's been a long, it's been in the works for a while. I've been keeping silent. I've been yeah. hustling since probably before we started this podcast.
1: Yes, yes. Um,
0: with that. Um, So um, just to tease you all a little bit about the premise of the the novel, it is about two architects, uh, black architects who work at a black prestigious black architectural firm in Atlanta who are tasked with building a soccer stadium uh, for a soccer team. And uh, they are trying to fight their attraction (laughs) to one another. (laughs) Uh, But in the midst of all of that attraction to each other there's somebody at the job that's plotting to destroy them and yeah. their project. So um, that is sort of the tease. Hey. <laughs> and I put some more teasers on TikTok and on my Instagram. But yeah, I'm so excited. Um, thank you to the team at Karina Press. Thank you to Carrie Buckley. Thank you to the original acquisitions editor Kate Marope um, who saw something in my manuscript and passed it along. Oh my the goodness. folks at Karina yeah. and I will be in amazing company as uh, with people on the Karina Press label, such as Adriana Herrera, Kelly Farmer, uh, some other people that I super, super duper admire. So I am super excited for 2023. Can't get here fast enough Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, for for me to uh, do this thing. And so um, it is a digital imprint first, uh, but there will be physical copies that will be going to Barnes and Noble, Amazon, pretty much anywhere you get your books so Mm -hmm. um yeah that's that's the big announcement y'all oh that is i'm telling you every month every month during the uh podcast as we lead up to uh the debut of the novel i'll give y'all a little snippet of what i'm doing what's going on and all that good stuff and hopefully there'll be a you know, be on a different podcast and doing a little book tours.
1: Yeah, stuff like that'll that will be cool. Yeah, So
0: it's going to be really, really, really cool. And thank you to all the other authors who shouted me out and congratulated me and supported me. Because again, it, it costs nothing to be kind to people.
1: Yeah. And the yeah. kindness
0: will come back to you. And you've shown so, so much
1: love and support for so oh, yeah. many authors, new yeah. and seasoned. I think mm-hmm. it's apropos that your time comes around and this is oh, a blessing yeah. that are raining down on you. Yeah. Because yeah, like you. you did that from your heart, not I did it from for anything my heart. in return, you know. Not, so, absolutely
0: yeah. nothing in because you don't you ain't gotta you don't have to read sure the book no. you don't have to shout me out you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I don't have to do that for you but
1: That's because
0: right. I love the genre because I love you the just want to share it when you I want to share that season, you want to
1: share it mm-hmm. and I love that about you yeah yes
0: I want to share that mm-hmm. but um yeah so that is it for season three I uh, hope All y'all out right. with us wrap for season, season four three. it is yeah. a wrap so we will be back in the beginning of September after Labor Day as usual and um, y'all ride with us from September to June <laughs> of next year. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a wonderful ride. So, yes. Yeah. Have yeah, a super
1: so. fun and safe summer, you guys. Be super smart, safe. Make summer. good choices. And we'll yeah. see you guys in the fall.
0: Have a hot girl summer. Have a city boy <laughs> summer. But y'all be safe. Okay, now. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye.